0: good morning today is tuesday morning january 26th we are just about ready to close out the first month of the new year um I am going to do the People's Podcast today. I wanted to let some of the questions sort of pile up on my Facebook. So if you've not been to my Facebook page, it's facebook.com backslash I do. If you scroll, maybe I'll hide, I'll pin it or something today. I've been allowing people to just pop their questions in there. And so I picked questions from Facebook. I picked questions from Instagram. And I've kind of just glanced over them and tried to pick questions that summed up what many of you Um, had already said a quick housekeeping thing. You know how we do. Um, all of the journals that were back order have shipped. I have decided because I got contacted by so many people. Thanks to Nicole bitchy. Hey, Nicole. Um, Decided to put the this is my year journals back on sale, but I have to wait about two or three weeks before I can get those made. And I try to order an abundant amount so that they don't sell out so quickly. So let's keep our fingers crossed um, that we can keep those in the store for just a little while. And I am so thrilled that you are enjoying the journals. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast that I recorded, um, the public podcast that I recorded regarding that, uh, that is on iTunes on my website um and i'm in the process of putting these all on soundcloud too so a lot of people have asked me to do that doing that uh so without further ado um let's get into some of these questions i have someone said my leak uh i am smart i am ambitious professional but i'm very introverted and i suck at sales books question mark what to do question mark um i think that if you are as smart as you say you are you are going to have to get better at sales. You know, I think that the introversion is something that you're going to have to work a little bit harder on. I do have a podcast about that. Um, scroll through. But I think that the first uh, plan of business for you is to start getting good at sales. Now, there one of my favorite sets of books for sales is by a gentleman, Jeffrey... Gittimer. As you can see, I'm typing it uh, as we speak, but it's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y Gittimer, G-I-T-O-M-E-R. And he's at Gittimer on Twitter. And he just has a slew of really um, amazing books that are easy to read that help you become a better salesperson. It doesn't matter what business you're in, you're always going to be selling something, whether it's you, your services, your products. And so you have to get comfortable about what you're selling and feel okay selling. I know sometimes it's unfortunate because a lot of us were raised to not, it feels like begging sometimes. I'm not gonna lie to you. I know that it can feel like that when you're selling. Like like you really just wanna be like, listen, if you don't want it, uh, you don't have to have it because I don't even care. And sometimes I get like that. so even just this one recent tweet, tweet Jeffrey Gittimer has is sales is sales. It's not who you're calling on or what you're selling. It's how you present yourself. And so he has all he pretty much talks about is sales. And he's my favorite salesperson to study. So go ahead and get into that. Work on your sales first. Once you have the confidence to sell, I think that you'll be you'll start to work on your introversion and some of it, some people suffer a lot and a lot of people are simply introverted because they don't have the confidence. They don't know what they're talking about. And I think that once you get confident about what you're talking about, you will at least be able to kind of puff your chest out in your arena. You know, I am like that. Like when I'm in my arena, girl, my chest is puffed all the way out. Like I miss my league knows what she's talking about. But when I'm not in my arena, and I'm you know, when I'm not in my arena, I can be a little bit shy, you know. Um when I go places where um I'm unfamiliar I tend to sort of observe, like I'm very much an observer, which can be mistaken for introversion, and maybe it is, but I spend a lot of time just trying to scope out the lay of the land, and I typically don't say much, Um, so sometimes when people meet me out of my arena, I do not come across as this confident person that I tend to be um, in business and online, and that's just because um, I'm unfamiliar, potentially slightly uncomfortable, and maybe that is what is aiding in your introversion, But I just gave you the key to um, getting into sales. And if you wrote that to me, um, and if you are also interested in sales, and you grab any of those books, shoot me a tweet, tag me on Instagram. I would love to see which ones you're reading because I haven't read any, um, I think I have like maybe five of his books. And they're called like Little Black Books, Little Red Books books little platinum books um I haven't read I don't know if he has any new ones out but I used to read these um maybe five years ago four years ago and I still refer to them and they're amazing so tag me and let me know if you're reading any of the new ones all right next question um this is this one was interesting based on your social media many believe that you are the epitome of a carefree black girl woman someone trying to start a social media movement Um, Some people just go through life while some live life. On Facebook, someone wrote that Shonda Rhimes' Year of Yes is a great read for someone who is quote unquote inside. A great way of explaining how folks play small on a personal level. When did you decide that you were going to live life on your own terms? And can you offer any tips for carefree, carefree, budding, carefree black girls, women? And I think this can apply to all women but I do understand and have a sensitivity to women of color and I do understand that the amount of information being disseminated to us specifically for us is limited and I think we all know that that blogs that are highlighted um and that are promoted and even there are more podcasts um, from women who are not of color so I completely understand that um I I'll, I'll start with the top of the question and I'll work my way down I really have no control over how people view me. You know, I have given up, um, I've given up trying to do that anyway. So I have simply just committed to being myself. And I don't recall the exact moment that I got super gung ho about it, but I would say that I've been this way for a long time. So as a senior in high school, I was student body president. Um, I have always been on clubs, committees, Um, I have always wanted to lead, Um, I have always wanted my opinion to be heard, I have always felt like what I do and say matters. Um, Over time, I have simply gotten more confident about that. Um, I'm not necessarily trying to start a social media movement or a movement at all. I am simply here to remind you that you have everything it takes and that There is absolutely no reason for you not to succeed except yourself. Um, I have seen oftentimes lots of excuses um, for why people haven't made it. And I'm not saying that there aren't any hurdles or challenges, and I'm not acknowledging that our hurdles and challenges tend to be taller but that just means we have to work harder and so I'm just here to be an example of that and I think that so many people before me have done that and I believe that I have gotten the confidence from other women that look like me that were doing that the Oprah's of the world the Shonda Rhimes of the world and for those of you who have not read Shonda Rhimes year of yes like it is a complete treat and I will address that question about um <clears throat> people, you know, people who are inside or play small on a personal level. um, Many of us were simply raised to be that way. Uh, I know that my mom has this big, huge personality, but somewhere um, she wasn't, you know, maybe taught to, to go for it and to be vibrant. And sometimes we tend to squash that because we think people won't understand us or we won't, as women... We're too afraid to be too confident. Let me tell you something. Talked to my dad last night. So my dad um, is six, will be 62 this year, I think. And he, inspired by me, has started this side business that he's doing. So we were, we've been talking about it quite a bit and he's retiring this year but as he's retiring he's kind of getting into his side business and he said you know he said let me tell you something by leak. not to toot my own horn but I am excellent at what I do and I thought to myself now I love my dad but I don't know I cannot verify how good or bad he is at this but Did you he did not flinch when it came to saying how amazing he thinks he is at his little side hustle? Now, why can't we be like that? I think women, we are so afraid to toot our own horn, we are so afraid to say what we're good at. Um, or a lot of us are uh saying that we're really good at stuff we're not really that good at because I do notice the flip side of that. So, um, over time, I think you just have to become more confident in. When you can acknowledge what you're not great at, like I know where my weaknesses are, that gives me more confidence to speak to my strengths. You know, I think a lot of times when we can't, we're too afraid to say what we suck at. So we just don't, we kind of just like lay flat about everything. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, like, I'm good at this, 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 and this, and I am not good at X, Y, and Z. And I, and I know what those things are and I'm okay with it. and, And some of those things I'm working on and some of those things I'm not some of those things, I'm just like, we are not designed to be great at everything. And I'm going to, you know, work on the things, perfect the things that I'm great at. Um, take a bucket of some of the things I suck at and work on them and the others, they're just going to have to fall on the floor because nobody's perfect. Got it. All right. Next question. Um, the power of same is what she's asking. Um, the power of saying doing the same activity, systems, habits are underrated. Some think that being creative and trying multiple things will lead to success. Would love for you to talk about the power of consistency. Doing the same thing over and over, mastering the mundane will lead to success. Um, I looked at this question and I'm like, yes and no. I'm like, I get it, but I don't. Um, I get what you're trying to say. Um, there is some power, there is definitely power in consistency. Um being consistent uh, definitely will take you over the top, but doing the same thing over and over again doesn't make you better than anybody else. It's not challenging you in any way. And at some point, once you've mastered the mundane, you you really have to move on and you have to stretch yourself. And so there's a difference in the power of consistency and basically doing the same thing over and over again like you don't get very far doing like it's this thing that I talk about like the me too culture if all you do is say me too and all you do is run around copying what other people are doing um there's no power in that I'm not saying there's no there aren't any rewards in that because that's why racists can have 10 to 100 people to a thousand people in a first place to a thousandth place but where do you want to be in the race if you want to be 50th or 100th with which I know a lot of people are great at one of my friends always says like I'll I'll take being 300th and still being a millionaire if that's who you are and where you are then sure but if you're playing to win you definitely have to um and it's not about necessarily being creative but being curious you know being curious and stretching yourself to try things and become great at more than just the mundane tasks. I think once you've mastered the mundane, then you can move on. So many people are trying things and haven't mastered the mundane yet. They haven't mastered the simple task. And I think that that's probably what you're talking about, but I hope that I spoke to that. If you disagree, tweet me, Um, I'm at my leak on Twitter. Next question is about business partnerships have you ever considered one? Why or why not? Who would make the best partners? Um, what else did you say? Friends are perfect strangers. Additional advice on partnerships, uh, would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. My league love the new journal. Also, thank you so much. Um, Neo, naturally. I really appreciate that. The other day I was, um, I, I have a medium account and it's medium.com backslash at my leak where I blog a little bit. I talked about, I did one recently on what some of my favorite books are. And I was researching one of my favorite authors who happens to be Robert green, green with an E who did the 48 laws of power. And he says something that will pretty much answer this question and tell you how I feel about it. He says, keep your friends for friendship, but work with the skilled and confident. Okay. Okay keep your friends for friendship, but work with the skilled and competent. So I have worked with, or I should say for, like I have worked on a team, um, with one of my friends. Um, but this is a friend who was my best friend. We don't work together anymore. And I think that once, once our paths kind of got to be too similar, we decided to just move on and maintain the friendship. But Um, At the beginning, he was starting the Beautiful Hair Steamer, and I was doing um, PR and sort of social media before that was even a thing. And I helped him grow his company. And then once I started Curlbox, we both became sort of like business owners in the same space. And it just didn't make sense for us to work together anymore. And so we just saved the friendship and dissolved uh, our business ties. But we still do things for each other. I think you guys see Oprah and Gail, they probably don't work together, but they assist each other. So it's like, you know, Oprah will go on Gail's morning show. Gail comes on as Oprah's friend. And so I think that there's some alignment, but I think it's like that support of a friend, but it's not really working um being way too deep in bed with a friend um so i am not particularly into it so on my team i have become friends with a lot of people on my team um i would say that like diana who works with me i would definitely consider her a good friend kim i consider her a good friend we went on vacation together like all the girls that work with me um i consider myself friends with them tony uh our video all these people i have an affection for and consider myself friends with. So I think I have become friends, but I choose to work with the skilled and competent first. Um, and my friend Ken I think is probably the most skilled and competent person I know. And I feel very fortunate to be friends with him. So that's my thought on that. I'm not a big going into business with friends kind of person. I own my business 100% myself. Um, Not because I I used to try to be business partners with people, but I just don't think that a lot of people have the same, like what is it? Chutzpah or like just the same grit and gut that I do. And so I'd rather just be on my own and make all my own moves because scared money don't make none. So I don't, I don't like to, to tangle myself up with that. Um, I got another question which people ask me all the time and it's, you know, I want to leave my job, but I have no idea in what direction to go. Um, There is an awesome more magazine out right now, M-O-R-E, with uh what is the girl's name that was married to Tom Cruise? Uh you know who she is. I'm drawing a blank. I want to say Kate Hudson, but I don't know if that's right. I get those confused, but let's just say it's her. Um, and they have a really awesome article on uh which way you should how to do a career pivot. Um, I think it just starts with you deciding what you're curious about. What are some industries that you are curious about and taking the time to learn more about those industries? There are so many ways. You can either research those industries. You can then look at entry-level jobs. I've said this ad nauseum. Your career will likely be a jungle gym versus a ladder, meaning that when you pivot, you may go down a little bit. You may just go a lateral move across, but that's completely all right because I'm telling you that there is no... There's no salary, um, uh, fit for your happiness, you know, and you'll be surprised. I think I was insanely happy when I made like my lowest amounts of money, when I dropped my clientele to start focusing on, um, building Curlbox. So when I was doing Curlbox, I had another company and I knew that I needed the time to research brands and companies for that. So I... Um, dropped my clientele as low as I could stand it, you know, living as lean as I possibly could. And then I spent all my other time reading all these books and researching hair companies. And that like is how I was able to fully pivot and transition. And so it took time. I had to learn. I had to learn about customer service. I have always worked in the service business, but I had never worked with, you know, actual, you know, transactions. So there was a lot of stuff I had to learn. So it took me about a year to read up, to research. And so um, once I launched it and started it, I would say within about two months, I think after two months, I closed down my old old business and focused on Curlbox 100% because it just deserved my attention. Um, I was scared to let that old company go. But once I sat with a business advisor who basically ran the numbers, who said, if you leave your old business today and start this new business this is how many additional boxes you need to sell to make up that money and I swear the number was in the like hundreds and I'm like if I can't sell a few more hundred, then I don't need to be doing this and so I did it and here we are today um Ames Moon Paper said, "Ask me how to stay creative and upbeat with your business um I think that you it's something that should maybe come naturally to you. doesn't mean that you may not get burned out on it, but usually when I am looking for sort of like motivation or I want to be creative, I always say that I must travel. So I definitely will take a break at times. You don't want to get burned out with your business. So taking a break, learning when to say no to things, um, going, I do a lot of reading and research outside of my industry So if you work in the papery business, I'm just taking a guess and assuming like maybe looking at some things in fashion, checking out some fashion exhibitions at like museums, traveling to museums and checking out fashion exhibitions, cooking, you know, getting inspired by flavors and colors, um, taking a painting class. Like I do so many things. Um, to keep my mind stimulated, reading and and I'm upbeat about my business because I'm just excited to to be living and I'm excited to have the opportunity to try and I Snapchatted this uh, for those of you that are on Snapchat. I Snapchat at my league and I just was like, time. I think so many people want to succeed so soon and even though I'm I appear to be young, I'm 36. I've been working for 20 years, you know, and and I started off working in a similar industry of similar to what I'm doing very young and so I've been working in uh, some kind of market marketing and beauty space basically for 20 years and so it looks like it's overnight but I've been doing this for a long time a lot of you don't know I was a makeup artist I worked at Glamour Shots I worked at MAC I worked at Clinique I worked at Lancome Um, I worked at an agency that represented, uh, stylists and makeup artists. So I have been enmeshed in beauty, um, for a long time. My degree is actually, I started off, I almost graduated in business, but switched to fashion. So I have a lot of business experience. I have a lot of fashion experience. Um, so it takes time. Um, and so that's how I stay creative and upbeat. Uh, it's just by being deeply interested in what I'm doing. Um, next question. Advice to people in their 30s that want a complete career overhaul: How do you start over when you've? How do you start over when you've been doing something else for eight to 10 years? How do you verbalize that to your potential employer? Basically, how do you start over? So I just answered that question, but I think I may have copied it because it's like, how do you verbalize that to your potential employer? Um, I think that you just tell them that very thing. And then you show them because actions matter. You show them what you've done to make the transition. Um, people transition careers all the time. I don't know. I think our parents have put this thing in our head that you go to a job, you stay there for 20 years, you retire, you know, basically you die on the desk and that's just not a way to live. And a lot of people understand that. So you, you, I did this, I had a wonderful time. Um, working at, you know, uh, AT&T, but I have decided that I want to do something, um, that's more aligned with my passions, which is why I'm here. And that's what you say, you know, is that at some point people want to be aligned with their passion and that's not strange or weird or anything. Um, next question is from the six figure chick. She wants to know why entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. And why it's okay to be an intrapreneur. Um, I think that wherever you go, um, you should be an intrapreneur. And I'm just Googling that because I just want to make sure that I understand it for what it is. But I think an intrapreneur is sort of like being entrepreneurial inside of an organization. And I think that everybody should basically be that at their business, at their job, because you have to own what you do. And I say to people, if you can't work hard for somebody else, you're never going to be able to work hard for yourself. So if you can't jump into somebody's business and somebody's company and get in there and have passion for it as if it was your own, you are not gonna magically get that when you step out and and decide to work for yourself. Because listen to me, all I've ever wanted to be was an entrepreneur and I used to think like, oh my God, I work so many hours of my life for some uh, somebody else. And then when I jump over to entrepreneurship, you know, everybody tells you like, I don't have a nine to five. It's like when you have an entrepreneurship, you have like more than a nine to five. You have a 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., a 5 a.m. to midnight. Like you will work a lot. You may find that you are more satisfied with the work that you're doing, but you will work a lot. And a lot of reasons why people's businesses aren't working out the, when they do step out is they're trying to have that same approach that they had when they were doing that half ass work for somebody else for themselves, sprinkling a little glitter on the half ass work that you do is not going to make you successful. You know, having a little sexy photo shoot. I'm like, people just love to take, you know, having a good photo shoot and having some cute font and having some really good colors and outfits will not make you successful. Like you have to work really hard. And so, um, I don't think any one thing is for everyone, you know. I don't. I often wonder if I'll ever go back and get a job. The thing is, is that I'm not opposed to it. And funny enough, I was talking to uh, Lisa Price, the founder of Carol's Daughter, and she and I were talking about how she's gone from being an entrepreneur to an employee again, and how it's different, you know, and it's just a different kind of of freedom in a way and how now she's taken all these different classes and she's, she's soul cycling and she's, she's doing these other things because she, her, uh, the way that her mind is now freed up. And so, um, nothing's for everyone and you can flip flop and go back and forth. And, you know, somebody buys your company, you become an employee of the company. You technically always work for somebody. Like I work for the customers. I work for my employees, you know, um, it, entrepreneurship is still an employment of sorts it's just different um next question what do you think the key to true happiness is I'm not sure if you've done that one before or not um that's such a broad question and I I think that everybody is responsible for their own happiness and the key to getting closer to happiness is to Um, work on the blocks and hurdles that are keeping you from being happy and sometimes those blocks and hurdles are conscious like you know why you're sad you know why you're bummed down and then doing something about it and then other times there's this sub or unconscious like we subconsciously don't know what's making us sad some of us have a lot of um, family trauma you know we just had bad parents or we just had um, young parents, um, who didn't know what the hell they were doing. And so some of us are just unhappy or some of us are involved in relationships and friendships with people who are, um, miserable and don't know it or, or act like they don't know it. And it's really just like recognizing what the blocks and hurdles are, um, clearing out those paths and addressing that. And then, um, working on contentment, which I discuss in my new journal. This is my year. Talked about that. Like, um, and I talked about that in the podcast. I feel like all of those eight points that I discuss are um pathways to happiness. Like comparison is the thief of joy. Um, living life on your own terms, defining your own level of success. So that's those are the things that I think lead to true happiness. I think, you know, happiness is something that's an individual thing. I don't think that it's a I don't think that it's a broad, you know, you can't paint that with that broad of a brush. Um, next question. How do you plan your next success move? You've accomplished major things, things you never dreamed of. Now what? What's next? Now, what's funny is that a lot of the stuff I did dream of um, and then I worked towards it and I don't. Every move that I make is not successful. Um, you just don't see it. You only see the things that are successful. Um, I just plan to do things that I think people are calling me to do. So um, if I see an opportunity, if I think that people will find something that I can do useful, then I just plan for it. Like I am. I do have some plans in place because there is a way that I kind of want my site and business to evolve. So I'm working on it. It is proven to be more challenging than, um, I thought, but no more difficult than what, how it was when I first was starting curlbox and no one was calling me back. Um, and nobody cared because they hadn't seen it yet. And then once you, once you figure it out and you start popping with it, then everybody calls you. So I don't take it personal. I just go not, it doesn't mean no, it means not yet. And so, um, that's kind of how I do is that I just, I just keep my thought process is always evolve or dissolve. Like if you don't like if you don't keep pushing forward, then you will likely dissolve. You can't keep doing the same thing. And so that's why going back to that question of the power of sameness, like you cannot Of you have to evolve at some point. And so I have mastered the mundane, but I have to continue to be creative. I have to continue to try things and I have to be okay to fail at some things, which I have. uh, And you keep moving. This is our last question. Um, how do you stay bold and fearless as an entrepreneur and a woman? You openly admit you have failed before, but how do you pick yourself back up? And how do you so openly share um, your story and your knowledge? I love your snaps, Snapchats, by the way. They inspire me. Um, I just, I, I think I addressed this in the first question that um, I am committed to living my best life. I am committed to being who I am, and I don't care much about how people feel about that. Like, it's not to say that I'm just reckless and ruthless and awful and any of those things, but I'm just like, I'm not doing anything to anybody by being who I am, you know? Um, I think at times, uh, people's confidence offends others, but that's not my problem. And I have been asked before, which is so bizarre, like, um, how am I so confident as a brown, a dark-skinned woman? I'm just like, am I not supposed to be confident? Like, who told you that? Like, you have to, like, it's all in what you decide to believe. And it's, like, nine times out of ten, other people are not even worried about you in the way that you think they are. Most people don't care. And if I fail, I just say, the thing about it is, like, I'm not going to get everything right. And it's, like, either I win or I learn, but I don't lose. So I have I fail forward. I learned, I learned something. I either learn I don't need to do it again. Um, I'm sure I learned something that will help me do it better. Um, and I have no problem sharing my story or sharing my knowledge because I believe that, um, I believe that the power is in the secret. So if you have any secrets, that's how people kind of control you. And that secret has power over you. And I'm just like, okay, I don't really have any secrets. Like, do I tell you every single thing? No, I don't, because why? But I've told you a lot of things because then if somebody tries to tell you something about me or you find out something about me, you already know that. And so those secrets or my failures or my um, things that I've done that I'm not most proud of, they don't have any power over me. Um, And some people seem to think that you can't make mistakes and also be successful. And people do it all the time. Like, I'm always... Like, crack up when people see the celebrities do something stupid. I'm like, they're human. They're normal. Um, you know, why would they not be do something like that? It's like, you. and even if, if you failed or if you've made a mistake, you can also still succeed too. It's just like... You are not what happened to you. You are what you make happen. And you have to remember that. And so um, you have to work on being fearless. You have to, you know, stand tall. You have to speak up. You have to use your voice. You have to use your words. And you cannot be afraid of looking stupid or dumb or crazy or whatever it is that people say. You just have to stand up and speak out and be bold and be confident and know what the hell you talking about that's the problem a lot of times you don't even know what you're talking about and that's your fault so do the research uh get it right and that's all i got for you you guys have a good day